welcome to yet another episode of the nova dormcast it's mari i'm back finally after summer starting out my sophomore year i finally decided to start the podcast back up and now trying something new i wanted to do a solo episode just talk about some things that are on my mind and just put some ideas out there you know i might as well do it it was something that i was scared of doing before i think i was just wondering like do i even have enough to say or like what if it gets awkward but finally putting that aside facing my fears and i'm just gonna try it out i feel like i do have a lot to say on a lot of things so might as well do it and it's nice to put like my opinions into words and like actually talk it out with myself it's a fun activity that i do with myself and also a fun activity that i do with my friends when i do decide to do a collective episode so yeah as i said start of a new year school year i'm now a sophomore at villanova living with three amazing girls i have the best apartment ever with them i'm so so happy super excited to start this new year roomies if you're listening love y'all so excited to be living with you guys and yeah just trying to meet people in my hall and today was a very productive day did a lot of stuff got organized for the new year so basically what this podcast is about today i'm gonna start speaking about what does it mean to be a loser so i feel like for myself at least i've always been scared of being labeled a loser or just being a loser if you know what i mean like to me it was just the saddest thing ever if somebody was called a loser like oh my god they're just a loser to me that's so upsetting like it would just means like somebody who's just lost at life and like lost the opportunities that they could be having like it was just a very negative word for me and for me i just wanted to like think about what does it actually mean to be a loser and why is it so scary i feel like the traditional thing that goes through people's minds is just like somebody who's not doing well at life somebody who doesn't have any friends somebody who's like a nerd an outcast but in my brain that's not exactly what loser means because somebody who isn't social doesn't mean that they're a loser that's just their personality like it's just either part of who they are or something that they're they want to work on or they that should work on or like they just don't care they're outcasts and they just like being by themselves and that's fine So why does it have to be that being an outcast with no friends is the utmost definition of loser and it applies to everybody who is a loser as an outcast? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think that that makes any sense. I feel like the definition of loser is different for every person. It would just mean somebody who has failed at something that's important. And then I started to think, like, what is important to me then? Like, what would I fail at that would make me a loser? And I feel like what I came to was being somebody who doesn't have drive. Like, I'm a very driven person. And for me, it's very easy to find motivation. I know some people really struggle with that. And I'm not judging. Like, it's normal to struggle finding motivation. But for me, like, that's never really been an issue 
So I've always had a lot of drive and I've always wanted to do more and do better and improve at everything that I did. And so, yeah, somebody who doesn't have any drive, who just doesn't take the opportunities that life gives or doesn't create opportunities from the, for themselves. I feel like that's a loser and I am scared of being somebody like that, which is I think why, where maybe my motivation comes from. Just not wanting to be that person who lets life pass them by and who doesn't seize or create opportunities for themselves. Like I would hate to just see my life go to waste because I was either too scared or too lazy or too, you know, anything to grab it by the balls and like create opportunities for myself. But then comes like a question like what sources of your drive are actually valid or like I mean they're all valid but like okay what I'm trying to get at is like being driven by hate or being driven by overwhelming support are both harmful so like if you're a driven person but you only have that drive because you have overwhelming support and an amazing support group behind you Yes, that's great, but it's not sustainable. And so eventually, when that outsourced strength runs dry, then you're going to lack that drive. And then to me, that's where you fall into that, like, loser category. That sounds really rough, but I think you know what I'm trying to get at. Like, and the same with being driven by hate. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, let people hate on me. I'll take it. And, like, I'll make it into my strength. And, like, yeah, that's beautiful, whatever. You're, like, taking something and, like, making it good and, like, letting it power you through. But still, you're linking your, like, motivation and your drive. Like, you're linking what makes you successful to an external source. And the external sources are something that you can't control. You know? Like, no matter what situation you're in you can't control whether people are going to give you support or hate so like it only really makes sense to channel drive from something that's inside of you but that's also really hard because like how do you make drive and wanting to improve and wanting to be better out of thin air that is a good question i don't really know (laughs) but yeah So I guess that's what it means to be a loser for me. I guess everybody has their own definition. But yeah, pivoting to something that I just thought of now. I also feel like people say losers like, oh, she can't do that. She's such a loser. Like she can't, I don't know, play soccer. Like she's such a loser. But being bad at things doesn't make you a loser. I feel like this I heard from Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes. I don't remember what episode it was, but I heard it in the airplane with my mom. And I was like, wow, this is so facts. Sometimes I feel like we put a lot of, at least I do, I put a lot of pressure into myself to be good at the things that I do because I just want to be good. Like, I want to be good at what I do and I want to be that, like, wow, she really knows what she's doing. And I think everybody wants that. But... Being good at what you do 
doesn't make you not a loser. Like, you can be really good at what you do, but that doesn't necessarily, like, mean anything. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, being bad at things isn't a bad thing. I think it's actually necessary. Like, I've been trying to incorporate more things into my life that I'm bad at. Like, doing things that are just for my pure joy and, like, my enjoyment. Like, the drums. Playing drums, for example. I think Emma Chamberlain talked about this. But I started playing drums during quarantine with my family. Like, my brother bought a drum set from Craigslist. And then my dad got really into it and I got really into it. But... I'm horrible at it. Like, I'm really not that good. Because probably because I don't put enough time into it that I should. But anyways, I'm just not good at it. And then I did get a little discouraged. I was like, what is the point of just doing this if I'm not good at it? But there's so much that you take away from being bad at something. And I feel like that's priceless. Like, Knowing that you can do something for your pure enjoyment without having to be good at it is also really good. Like, I also think there's a lot of pressure to profit off of your hobbies. Like, oh, you can sew? You should sell those tops. Or like, wow, you can, (laughs) I don't know, like, you can make a website, make hello websites and sell it you know what i mean like but you don't have to do that like you don't have to profit off of everything that you do and like make it a career into it you can just be do it for your pure enjoyment not to be good at it not to be bad at it not to make any money like just because you like it because when you link enjoyment with profit or with the satisfaction of being good then the enjoyment kind of goes away. You stop enjoying that thing for being able to do that thing specifically. Like, I enjoy dancing because I like dancing. And it becomes, I enjoy dancing because I'm good at it. Or I enjoy dancing because I'm getting signed to this, like, company and it makes me money. You know? So, yeah, I guess it's, like, also a detachment from the outcome of your hobbies like if you don't care about where your hobby is going then you'll be successful either way like you can never be a loser if the outcome of what you're doing doesn't matter so like i'm a dancer because i actually am guys i dance i've been dancing for a long time I do, like, jazz, contemporary, lyrical, ballet, all that. I do dance in college. Not seriously, just for fun. But, yeah, if I'm dancing because I want a specific outcome, because I want to get into this group, or because I want to be good at it, or because I want to be better than my classmates, then you can fail. And you can get to the point, like, oh, I actually am not better than my classmates. So then what's the point of dancing if I can't achieve my goal? But then you're just also, again, like, attaching your enjoyment of something to the outcome. So, something that I think I've learned is to just not care. Like, if it's not something that really matters, like your schooling, like your education, then if you stop caring about the outcome, then you're going to be successful and you're going to enjoy it anyway. You know, like... 
You can't fail at something if you didn't have a goal in mind. You can just do it because you like it. And I think that's good. Like, you don't have to do it because you're good at it, or you don't even have to get good at it. Just be bad at it. And it's also very humbling. It's really humbling to be bad at something. Like, let yourself be humbled. It's good. It's a good feeling to just be like, wow, I am so shit at this. That's hilarious. Like, I really am not as insane at this as I thought I was, you know? But yeah, and I think also, like, comparison is big on this topic. I don't really know what the topic is anymore. I'm kind of just, like, saying, speaking my mind. But we do things a lot so that we we can compare ourselves to other people and feel, like, superior to them in a way. Like, for example, I want to start drawing because I want to, you know, like, we don't really say this, but, like, I feel like I did that. Like, I want to start drawing so that I can make a cool drawing and be better than just, like, a random person drawing a stick figure. You know, like, I want to be better than just that, like, mediocre drawer, you know? But then... Like, is it really something that you enjoy doing or is it just something that you want an ego boost from? You know, I think it's really important to be mindful and conscious of why you're doing the things that you're doing and why you're going after what you're going after. Because we can get really caught up in that fear of becoming a loser, whatever that means to you, that we're going to be comparing ourselves to other people or we're gonna do it because we want to do it good like we want to be good at it and you know you just need to know like okay I'm doing this because I want to be good at it that's fine that doesn't mean you can't want to be good at something that just means that the purpose isn't enjoyment and you can't like fool yourself into thinking I do it because I like it like you have to be conscious that you're doing it because you want to be good at it like School. Yes, I enjoy it, but I'm doing it because I want it to take me further. And like, I want to be a professional and I want to be good at what I do because it feels good to be good at what I do. And, but, and like, I'm conscious of that. I'm conscious that I've attached the purpose of my education to this like future feeling of being good at what I do. And that's fine. I feel like that's what most people are doing. But I'm not, like, if I'm going to pick up a hobby, I have to be conscious that I cannot be attaching it to, like, this feeling of wanting to be good at it or wanting to be better than somebody else. That links back to the the sources of the drives, like, being driven by anything other than your pure will. Like, I do this because I want to, because it's going to bring me enjoyment for myself. It's harmful. If it's not that then it can be really harmful. I'm not going to say it is harmful, but like, you know, being driven by people saying you can do it, it's not really like the best. It works, but it's not sustainable. That concludes (laughs) my thoughts for today. This is a short episode because I don't want to be talking if I don't have anything else to say. I feel like those were all really good topics, but I don't want to be, 
like forcing myself to speak on something that I've already spoken on. Like I feel like I got everything out, which has been something that I've been thinking about for days. So it feels really, really good to say that and to have that down, to be able to listen to myself again when I like in the future. I think that's super cool. And my lovely listeners, if any of you guys are out there, thank you for the support, even though I do it for myself. (laughs) I really appreciate it anyways. I think we hit like a hundred listeners on the three collective episodes and I was so thrilled. I was like, oh my God, I'm a hit. But yeah, anyways, this was Mari on what it means to be a loser and hobbies, I guess. I hope you guys all have a great rest of your week, month. I don't know when I'm going to be recording this again. Hopefully once a week. I feel like that would be cool. And I don't know, maybe I'll try to do a longer episode if I have more to talk about. And I'll definitely try to bring in some more of my friends to get some of those discussion podcasts that are so much fun. And thank you for listening. Let me play the outro music, of course. Peace.